down in the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America Welcome everyone, and I hope you had a fantastic holiday season. No matter what your religious beliefs are, Christmas time is the time for everyone to pause and reflect and remember how wonderful their family is and what they can do to make sure that their family prospers in the new year. Well, I decided and I started looking through some of my old articles, and then I realized that when I took out Obama's name and I put O'Biden in, it was the same deal. Nothing has changed in the last 10 to 12 years that we have had a government. Now, why does that happen? That happens because we're doing a big mistake by changing the people without changing the policies, because the people that come in are subject to the same policies that were there before. And this way, we have a deep state that doesn't pay attention to what we the people want because they're busy following up on policies that they want. So... I believe that doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insane. And that is what we have been doing if we have gone around full circle and wound up in the same spot that we were in 2010 when we created the Tea Party because we were taxed enough already. And this is a big problem. So, What can we do that is different? Because that's what we have to do this year. Let us make 2023 the year of action and let us actually do something. So what is it that we can do? Well, if we listen to what the globalists are saying, they tell us that we're a small faction, we're a minority, we are crazy people with tinfoil hats. And what we're seeing with our own eyes is really not happening. So that's what they're telling us. Then what is the important word in that sentence? The minority. We are not a minority. We are the majority. And it's time that we started getting together and acting like Americans. So I said, what can we all do, even though we all belong to different groups, we all all have different thought patterns, but we all believe in one thing. And what is our belief? Our belief is America. We believe that America should be the shining city on the hill. We believe that America should be the place where people come to learn and so that they can take back their learning and go back to their home country and emulate what Americans are doing. So what have we been doing? Well, basically, we haven't been doing much of anything, except if you look at the financial market, what's going on? Well, it seems as though those woke companies are losing money. Oh, what does that mean? It means that Americans are beginning to realize 
that we really have the power, we really have the money, and we really have the control. So unlike what they're telling us, it's all a lie. And we have to think opposite of what they say. Americans, we are at our crossroads right now. And I think that this is going to be the last crossroad we're going to have if we don't stop the spending and close our borders. But that's my opinion. But what can we do as a group of people? Because we're not going to pick up arms and go to D.C. and start having a, a real insurrection. We're not going to do that. But there are things that we can do. And what are those things? Well, what was the one thing that superseded everything in the civil rights movement? And that was the boycott boycotts work, no matter what they're telling you. And don't listen to Sean Hannity, because think opposite. If they're telling us boycotts don't work, it means boycotts work. So what can we do as Americans? Imagine if we all got together and said, from February on, we are only going to buy necessities, and those necessities must come from America. And stop using these woke corporations who want nothing other than to steal our money and then use it against us. It's up to us. We have the power. We have to do it. And I got this idea by looking at some of the brilliant people that have done things in the past. What have they done? And my favorite go-to person is Alex Newman because he focused on education, which, of course, is my hot button. And Alex has agreed to join me today, which is always very exciting. And you are listening to the prism of America's education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance, who is doing something. And that's going to be up to us. So I'm going to uh, put out a one-pager. I'll put it on my Substack. I will put it on my Getter account. And it is my hope that each of us can share this information. And starting in February, let's stop spending. Because what do they talk about all the time? The consumer price index. And they pay attention to that. And that is what dictates everything. And when we go and spend, they think they're doing a great job. We have to stop the spending. Alex, welcome today. This is so wonderful to have you. And I, like I said, I got my idea from you when you did the public school exit as your idea to boycott public schools, which we all need to be doing. Thank you so much for joining me today, Alex. And Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here, Karen. Oh, it's always wonderful to be able to talk to you. But what do you think about what I'm saying? We have an invisible government. We have an invisible group of people that have not been elected, and yet they stay there year after year after year. And no matter what we do or say, it always comes out the same, their way, not our way. So what do you think about that idea? Yeah, I think boycotting is one of the most powerful tools available to us. And I think we need to use it across the board, uh, not just for public schools or government indoctrination centers, as I call them, but uh, for all the woke corporations that hate us and for all of the institutions that are waging war on our country, on our culture, on our families, on our churches, on our synagogues. Um, 
it's way, way past time. Uh, and I think this applies to the big tech companies, right? Um, I have not used Google products in years and I won't use Google products. Um, you know, every great once in a while, if I want to see, well, what would Google show me if I were to hypothetically type this into their search bar, I'll go check it. But uh, generally speaking, I use alternatives to Google search engines. Um, I use as much as I can alternatives to the big mega corporations. Um, there's one really, really good uh, service that I want to promote, Karen. It's called secondvote.com. And uh, you can type in either second vote spelled out or second uh, 2ndvote.com. And uh, it takes you to a website where you can actually check on all the big companies. And so you can do your shopping based on which company is less evil. So um, I'm at the site right now. Say you, you need to buy uh, an airplane ticket, right? Say you need to travel to California, God forbid. Um, look up a travel, sort results by, and you can do overall score high to low. Uh, and right away, it'll tell you the best uh, and the worst companies. So uh, Avis Budget Group, for example, has a really good score. So does uh, AAA. Um, so does Drury Inn and Suites. So does Air Canada, believe it or not. Wow. Um, yeah, Frontier Airlines, Norwegian Cruise Lines. And then as you get down to the bottom, let's see some of the worst of the worst. You've got Airbnb is all red on everything, right? They're about as bad as can be. So don't use Airbnb. United Airlines is total garbage. Expedia. Um, and so what you'll find uh, very quickly, Delta Airlines is not very good. Uh, so what you'll find as you go through here is you can make your shopping decisions um, based on, uh, you know, how much a corporation hates you. So there's lots of good options to do that, Karen. Oh, and that is exactly what we have to do, folks. Think about it this way. Would you give your money to someone in a conversation who was selling you something, but also said, if you give me your money and I buy this, I'm going to use it against you? That's what's going on right now. And the fact that they have passed this disgusting, disgraceful omnibus bill that funds every country except America is absolutely disgusting. I also just read that Liz Cheney is leaving the Capitol um, with, I think, 10 times more the amount of money that she came with. Uh, when she first came to the Capitol, she was, her net worth was $4 million, and she's leaving, and her net worth is $44 million. Alex, how does that happen? How does that happen? It seems to happen a lot in Washington, D.C., right? Um, I mean, the Bidens, the Obamas, the Pelosi's, <laughs> just get over and over and over again. We have these uh, criminals enriching themselves at the American people's expense. It truly is grotesque. It certainly is. And, and this is our problem, folks. We are allowing that to happen. And why I say allowing that to happen, it's the way that we are spending. And I'm going to we're going to focus on the economy right now. Alex, I know you wrote a fabulous article and did several informations about the economy. So where do you think we're going in this great reset? Well, I, I think where we're headed, Karen, is we are going to be facing a never-ending, uh, at least seemingly never-ending series of crises. They're going to be hitting us like tsunamis, uh, one after the other, 
um, to dazzle us, to to disorient us, to beat us down until we're finally ready to submit. Uh, I think some of the crises they have in the works for us. In fact, a few weeks ago, I warned that we were headed toward an energy crisis, that these people were shutting down our power plants. They're shutting down uh, our energy infrastructure. And then, bam, we get uh, you know a little bit of cold, a little bit of global warming, as I like to call it. And, uh, hey, we got to shut down your electricity. You can't heat your home this winter. And, oh, sorry, you died. Oops. Um, so, so this is exactly the kind of thing that I think we're going to see with much more frequency. Uh, we're going to see a food crisis. We're going to see a currency crisis. We're going to see an economic crisis. I think we're already in a recession. I suspect it's going to get significantly worse. Uh, stock market crash, uh, almost certainly uh, some new and improved um, terror attacks, um, very likely, uh, if, if not directly perpetrated by minions of the establishment, certainly stirred up by them, like we've seen over and over again with the FBI going in and finding some uh, you know mentally disturbed clown who's smoking too much pot and convincing him to uh, say something dumb on a wire. So I think we'll see a lot more of that. And all of this is designed um, to exploit these crises for the purpose of expanding the power of government, stealing our freedom, taking more of our money, um, and I think we're going to see a whole lot more of that in 2023. So hang on, folks. Yes. And what we also have to remember is that these crises have been planned. They have been created. It's not like a natural um, a natural desire. It, it This is not anything that's happening naturally. This is totally against the way our economy works. It's against our principles as people. It's against uh, humans. And this is where they are taking us and we're allowing it to happen. It's time to say no, no more. We're not going to do that. We will not comply. And the way that you not comply is to vote with your money. Okay, you went to the polls, you voted in November, whether or not the election was stolen at this moment where there's not much we can do about it. We know it was stolen, but that's another issue. That's not what this is about. This is about voting the next step. And the way that you vote the next step is you don't wait for two years for an election to come around. You vote with your money. And I love this website, Alex. This is incredible. And that's second, S-E-C-O-N-D-V-O-T-E dot com. And let's make a concerted effort. I was reading that Vanguard, who was very much, this is a hedge fund, um, and they were very much in favor of wokeness until the people started taking out their money. And all of a sudden, all of these funds are beginning to lose massive amounts of money. That will get their attention. I believe that is the only thing that will get their attention. Everything that they're doing from disgusting, turning our children into mutilated, who knows what, by trying to change their gender just to confuse people more. How do we think that this is going to work out? It's not, folks. It's not real. And it should never, ever, ever be a policy that everyone follows. Um, this is all about money. Transgenderism is all about money, isn't it, Alex? It sure is. Uh, the the amount of disgusting uh, leeches that are making money off of this, whether we're talking about the big pharmaceutical companies, 
uh, whether we're talking about these uh, so-called doctors, and I, I won't call them doctors. These are quacks, people who mutilate uh, the genitals of children, people who remove healthy breasts from little girls. Um, quacks, I think, is being very generous. Um, criminals might be a better terminology here, but they are making money hand over fist. Um and I'm glad you talked about, too, these hedge funds and the, these uh, investment behemoths like BlackRock, right? Uh, BlackRock and all these other people that have uh, custody of trillions of dollars of public money. I'm very grateful that our state has started moving some of the money out. Uh, Louisiana, Missouri, other states are starting to move their money out of these things. Uh, that's very good. But um, And I have spoken to several state attorneys general over the last few months that are investigating uh, BlackRock and some of these other mega banks for colluding with the United Nations and working to uh, shut down um, industries that they don't like, like our energy industries, our agricultural industries. Um, so I, I think all of these different methods for putting pressure on these companies are very, very good. We need to keep working on these. And uh, one way that everyday people can help on this, first of all, like you said, pull out your own money, right? If you have your your retirement accounts in any of these big evil woke corporations, pull them out and find some other place to put it. Uh, also call up your state legislators, call up uh, the state treasurer of your state and um, get them to pull public money from these companies. There's no reason why our own public money should be weaponized against our constitution and against our country. Oh, as that is 100% true. And that's exactly what we need to do. We need to take, take a look at where your money is being invested. I have never seen more BlackRock commercials in the last month, and right. that must be because they're getting so much negative attention. So <laughs> they're going to go and try to uh, make themselves look beautiful and wonderful so that you will continue to invest. Go and take a look at where what funds your pension, your investment, your 401k, take a look at where these funds are invested. And if you see companies like BlackRock, pull your money out, even put it in a, well, now would be a good time probably to go look at CDs because the interest rates are going up. So they're going to go up on savings. Well, take a, a look at your local banks, not the federal banks, Take a look at the local banks, and if your local banks or credit unions see what they're offering, and put your money in a CD, get it yeah. out. I've of got these a couple more. Also, uh, oh, Karen, I want to mention a couple that I, I've invested in. Um, there's one called uh, the Timothy Fund or the Timothy Plan, which uh, I've used for a long time. It's a Christian investment company. They're actually based right here in Florida, and um, they uh, only invest in companies that are not promoting abortion and the destruction of our culture. Um, they've got different funds. I'm invested in a couple. Uh, I'm invested in their um, large cap. I'm invested in their high dividends uh, ETF. Uh, and both of those are up like crazy since I bought them. Uh, one's up 21%, the other's up 30%. Uh, I'm also invested in, uh, it's called the ACVF. Um, I think that's the uh, American Conservative Values Fund. Uh, and that's another one that, that doesn't invest in evil woke companies. Uh, and I've also made some nice returns there. Uh, so there are lots of ways to invest your money in a way that'll bring you good returns uh, with minimized risk in a way where you're not going to be funding these evil woke corporations. And you're exactly right, Karen. When you start hitting them where it hurts, which is their money, um, they, um, you know, they'll pay attention. And we should be doing the same thing on all these fronts, right? They want to move us into digital currency. We'll start using cash, stop enriching the big evil credit card companies. Uh, and on and on it goes, right? And the, the digital currency that they want to give us 
is not going to be in cash. It's going to be in your personality, your values. That's the way your your account will get loaded. And if they don't like your values and they don't like your personality and they don't like what you're saying, guess what's going to happen to your digital card? It won't work. This is what's going on in China right now. People get a card. It's if they behave themselves, the card is green. If they start saying things that are derogatory against the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, the card will turn yellow. And if there is a lockdown, the card will turn red. And millions of Chinese people were locked in their apartment during COVID because their card would not work. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't buy anything. And sadly, many people died, which I believe was the purpose all along. So the digital currency that our children, listen to them, what's going on in school, Alex, they're being taught not to handle dirty money. Don't touch that dirty money. Why? Because handling cash and dirty money works, and it takes the money away from the big corporations when you're using cash and not using that credit card. So we have to think, and we have to think forward, and we are still a generation of people that can read, write, and think. And even though many of our children can't, it's time to sit down and have a real money talk about them and talk about what's going on and talk about uh, the importance of spending their money wisely, the importance of what these programs really mean. I know that you did a, um, a DVD on Deep State, Alex. Can you share some of the information on there so that people can see behind the scenes what's going on? Yeah, thank you, Karen. And uh, I, I wrote a book on it as well. It's called Deep State, The Invisible Government Behind the Scenes. Uh, people can get those on my website if they're interested. It's Liberty Sentinel, S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L dot O-R-G. But the goal was, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about they, they are doing this, they are doing that. Well, who is they? That was my goal with uh, writing this is giving the names, the organizations, the people who are involved in moving us toward this uh, global slave system that they're trying to build, these totalitarians. And so uh, I really spent a lot of time on the organizations that these people use to advance the agenda, organizations like the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg, Skull and Bones Society, uh, the Bohemian Grove out in Northern California. Uh, some of these are secret. Some of these are actually, you know, organizations with addresses and websites with, that publish membership lists. Um, and I, I do encourage people to get familiar with uh, what we are dealing with here because, you um, you know, the enemy is not Democrats per se. It's not Republicans. It's not uh, your neighbor. It's not Catholics or Jews or, you know, whatever uh, some ridiculous people might try to tell us. But um, there is a, a deep state is a term that Trump kind of popularized. I think it's a very good term to describe this kind of cabal, this predatory class of self-proclaimed elites that want to steal our freedom and uh, basically reduce the population on the planet. So uh, in the book and in the DVD, I go through who these people are, the different tactics that they use, uh, their own admissions against interests, as we say, uh, you know, they're, where they admit what they're actually doing. Um, and I show you conclusively that uh, the leadership of both parties is uh, is part of this and that their goal is to create a one world totalitarian government. It certainly is, folks. And if you don't understand what totalitarian one world government means, simple terms, it's a dictatorship. And the government will make rules that are outside our constitution and will follow them. Why are we following them? Where are our leaders? Where are the leaders? 
the federal leaders, I, I, I can't even begin to say how disgusting they are. But we have to pay attention, I believe, Alex, more to our state, what's going on in our state. Right now, Florida has a wonderful governor, but what happens in four years when he's gone? Who is going to take his place? If it's not we the people who choose the right people, think not that Florida will go right back to being blue again, especially as they are more and more people are moving to Florida. Actually, we maybe we should put up a gate and say, wait a minute, we have enough already. And let's evaluate <laughs> what we have, because it's really scary how they're just building on every postage stamp uh, size piece of property. And I'm afraid not paying attention to those wetlands and all those parks and recreational things and all all they want to do is create space. So we will be living in high-rise apartments and the animals and everyone will have all of the land and the space. That's the goal. Uh, Dr. Michael Kaufman uh, in the 90s created a map and I'm going to get that map and I will put that map up. And in that map, he went through their agenda and that was Agenda 21, which is the same agenda they're using today. They just change the name, uh, update a couple of things, but basically it's the same thing, which says we will own and control every human resource, all means of distribution and production. That's their goal, so that nothing will be open to individualism. Everything will be controlled by these big major corporations who I believe, Alex, would they replace a government? Certainly they would. They would yep. Wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, imagine being beholden to Google. <laughs> and that's, I think that's where we're headed. We're, we're going right in that direction. We're giving ourselves to them and we're allowing them to manipulate and control us. We're allowing that to happen. We're allowing them here is a, a wonderful article that you wrote, Crimes of the Educators, how utopians are using the government schools to destroy our children. Why are you still having your children in government schools? Alex, can you elaborate on that for a minute? Yeah, I think it's one of the most important things that an average family can do today to help save their country and, and uh, preserve freedom is to get their children out of the government brainwash camps. Um, and, and in the book, uh, Dr. Sam Blumenfeld and I actually make the argument that uh, what's happening here is not just a difference of opinion. It's not, you know, policy preferences. So what's what's happening here is actual crimes being perpetrated against our country and against our children and against our families on an industrial scale in a way where uh, all of the ringleaders should probably be criminally prosecuted, uh, some of them for very, very serious crimes. Um, you know, Ronald Reagan back in 1983 put together this National Commission on Excellence in Education, and they said that, uh, and, you know, government committees don't normally have a lot of uh, inflammatory language, but this one said that if a foreign power had done this educational disaster to us, had imposed this on us, uh, we probably would have viewed it as an act of war. And uh, I think we need to view it as an act of war. It was an act of war. This is an act of war declared against our country, against our nation, against our freedoms, against our constitution. And uh, if we don't take it seriously and get this under control, um, it is going to destroy everything that we hold dear. It's just that simple. 
Alex, uh, we're going to come up on a break. Can you tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your articles and books? And then um, I'd like to talk a little bit about transhumanism after the break so that people have an understanding of what it is, because I don't think they have any idea. Sure. So uh, my personal website is libertysentinel.org. And then uh, I'm also senior editor at The New American Magazine. You can find us at thenewamerican.com and uh, publicschoolexit.com. I'm executive director there. We help families uh, get the children out of the brainwash camps. So. This is the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. The Florida Citizens Alliance will be working in the state. And that's one of the things that we're going to be doing. And one of the, that's what I, why I said we have to make sure that public money in the form of scholarships, when they mention the schools that they will apply this public money to, homeschool must be part of it. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. Cold and flu season is here. Wouldn't it be great if you had a way to minimize airborne viral threats? Well, now there is, and it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray called Cofix RX. You might even say it's just what the doctor ordered. To reduce your chance of getting hurt, you wear a safety belt when you're driving. To limit sun damage, you wear sunscreen on the beach. Cofix RX is just like that. It's an additional layer of protection. It's sold by thousands of pharmacists and medical doctors nationwide. It's made right here in the USA. Again, it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray. You've heard them talk about it here on the Outloud Network over and over again. Check out cofixrx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com for a retailer near you or use coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off at cofixrx.com. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Listening to Karen Schoen. This is the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance, and my wonderful guest, Alex Newman. Folks, if you want to read an incredible book about education, Alex wrote it and it's called The Crimes of the Educators. Alex, what kind of crimes are the educators doing to our children? Well, we, we actually list a whole series of them, uh, the most serious being treason. And I mentioned uh, before the break that um, Ronald Reagan's commission found that if a foreign power had done this to us, we would have viewed it as an act of war. 
Well, um, you know, we, we view it as an act of war, even though it was done by primarily domestic actors. Um, and what happens when you have domestic actors waging war against their own country? It's called treason. And um, if you go back and look at the historical record, if you look at the people responsible for creating this abomination that we call a public school system, what you'll find is that every single one of the key players, John Dewey, Horace Mann, Robert Owen, you name it, uh, they all had this evil, subversive idea that they would overthrow our system of government, our constitutional republic, our self-government, and replace it with a collectivist, uh, Soviet-style, communist model of government, and that the public school system would be the vehicle, the weapon to make that change possible. And so uh, I don't know of any other term that you can use to describe that. You know, if you want to market your silly ideas that everybody should be a slave, uh, then you do that openly in the public square like everybody else. You don't try to steal people's children and brainwash them against their own country, against their own system of government, against their own constitution. So treason will be the most significant one. And, uh, you know, I've had a few fake newspapers, including major newspapers, attack me and say that, uh, you know, we were arguing that teachers are traitors. Nothing could be further from the truth. The overwhelming majority of teachers are well-intentioned. They have no idea that the people who created this monstrous system had this in mind. Um, so we're not calling teachers traitors. We're calling the people who created this system and the people who run it behind the scenes traitors. Uh, and then there are more uh, minor crimes, I guess you might say, like child abuse, right? Um, um, you know, the things that they do to children in these schools, showing them obscene material, uh, scrambling their brains, giving them drugs, right? Hooking them on amphetamines under the guise of treating uh, ADD, things like this. Uh, we call this abusive. Finally, fraud is another really obvious one, right? By the government's own metrics, right? They do every two years, the National Assessment of Educational Progress. By their own metrics, um, less than one third of the victims of government schools are proficient in any core subject, math, English, science, history, right? That literally means less than 33% of the victims of this system are proficient in the things that parents assume are being taught. And um, there's no other industry where this would be tolerated, Karen. If, if a fast food restaurant was only serving cheeseburgers to 25% of the people who were ordering cheeseburgers, they'd be shut down and arrested. And yet that's exactly what's happening here with this uh, so-called government school system. It is criminal, and I do agree with you. And as a former teacher, nothing to me is more despicable than what I see happening to our children. Uh, the fact that they graduate, can't read, write, do simple math, have absolutely no common sense at all, and hate you. That's what this school is doing to them. So I decided, again, like I said before, boycott is the answer. We've got to pay attention. And here's something you can do with the schools. Find out who the publishers are that the books are being written. Um, and then take a look at those authors who contribute to those publishers. And what you will find is the majority of them are communists. Why would you want to continue in a school where you know that the majority of what your child is learning is communism? And this is going on, and it's going on in Florida, folks. When I see school systems that say Hoof Mifflin or McGraw-Hill or Savis, just look up the authors. The authors are immersed in CRT. They're immersed in reparations. They're immersed in hating America. Why would you want to knowingly give that to your child? It does not make sense, and that's because we have become too lazy 
and it is a very sad situation. We, the parents, are in charge of our children's education. Don't let anybody tell you anything else. And the most important thing that you can do is get your child out of these government indoctrination clinics. And Alex, you have done that. And I have met Alex's children, and they are wonderful. Aside from being exceptionally polite, and you can tell caring and sharing, folks, they can read, write, and do math. Isn't that amazing? That's what they're supposed to be doing. So we have to pay attention to that. Alex, what are some of the things that parents can do so they don't have to feel uh, when they take their child out of school that they're alone? Well, thank you, Karen. I appreciate the, the kind words about the boys here, too. Uh, but I, I would say one of the most important things in homeschooling for our family has been connecting with other homeschool families uh, where we stay in this part of Florida. Uh, not a, a hugely populated area. Uh, we've got uh, over half a million people in our county, but um, you know, it's not not terribly huge. We've got tons of homeschool co-ops. And so uh, one of the things that we did right when we got here was start connecting with uh, other homeschoolers and uh, joining some of these co-ops. Uh, we are members of Classical Conversations, which is wonderful. We are also uh, members of another homeschool co-op. My wife actually serves on the uh, the leadership board. And um, so one day a week, the, the two different co-ops, both of them are kind of parent led. One is part of a national system that has local communities as the classical conversations. And the other one is just local parents, local families that got together and uh, worked together for um, the purpose of educating the kids. So if we have you know, a Hispanic mother who speaks really good Spanish, she'll teach the Spanish class. And my wife is teaching uh, the civics class, which is really fun because she's foreign. And so she's now, uh, she knows now more about American civics than uh, pretty much 99.9% .9 of Americans <laughs> other than homeschoolers. So uh, it's, it's a lot of fun and I can't recommend it highly enough. And it is, folks, it is so important that you control your child's education, not some third party and here, I was a teacher. I loved my kids when I had them. That was fabulous. They were my best for that year. But when they left my classroom and the year was over and they went on to the next group, I didn't have contact with them. What was the main constant in their lives are their parents. You have to pay attention and you have to think school is not the way I went to school. It is not the way I was educated. It is totally different now. And the focus is not on education. The focus is on training your children to be able to do some menial job that the government wants them to do as they progress in their lives. They will be locked into a situation that they will never be able to get out of. I remember when I first started on the air and I uh, someone was listening from Belgium and she wrote to me and she said, Karen, please tell the people this. I wanted to be a mathematician when I grew up. That's all I could think about. All I wanted to do was be a mathematician. And she said, I was told that I had to be an engineer and I had no choice. Don't let that happen. Well, this is the road that we're on right now, folks. Who is going to determine your children's destiny? Who is going to determine their life? Someone else or you, their family? You're the most important piece. And as we learn more and more about what's going on, one of the things that we find is that they are focusing on changing humanity. 
How does that work? Well, this is their transhumanism. Alex, most people don't even understand what that word means. So can you give a, a little explanation and maybe we can have an understanding of the war on humanity and God, which is really what this is all about? Yeah, thank you, Karen. And I, I recognize this sounds like um, science fiction. So I, I say this fully aware that to people who are just coming across this information, it's going to sound totally ludicrous. Uh, I do have all the proof. I've got all the receipts. In fact, if you go to, uh, you mentioned earlier my DVD on the deep state, I have one on transhumanism that I did. It's called Transhumanism, the Enemy of Humanity. And um, I've got the receipts, right? I've got these people talking about this stuff. What they want to do, uh, there's two major themes within transhumanism. One is the technological upgrades. And so you have people like Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum. You have people like Ray Kurzweil, chief of engineering at Google. You have uh, people like Yuval Noah Harari, uh, leading advisor to Klaus Schwab, keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum. Also, a um, uh, his work has been endorsed by people like uh, Barack Obama, uh, Angela Merkel, um, you know, you name it. And um, they have been very clear about they believe that uh, we should be inserting uh, microchips in our brains. We should be um, inserting uh, different technological systems within our bodies. Uh, the other strain is genetic engineering of the human being. And again, they are very, very clear about their desire to genetically engineer human beings. I've got them on video talking about it, and um, they're dead serious. So uh, we need to be aware that this is where they're going. And uh, if we're not careful, um, you know, they're going to try to paint us into a corner. I know most of us are not going to willingly sign up for this, but they're trying to uh, basically force us into it. And that's what so much of this is geared toward. Right? We talked about um, digital currencies and things, right? So we're all saying, well, I'm not going to sign up for that. Well, it'll be harder when they say you can't do your shopping unless you have an implant. Exactly. And this is, if you listen to Elon Musk, that's exactly what he said he is working on. His group of, of uh, scientists are working on a chip that they will implant in your brain, and that chip will pick up your thoughts, and you will be able to interact on your computer. Now, they think, or Elon his idea is to help people with Parkinson's and all of these uh, diseases that lose muscle tone, et cetera. Um, but what happens when they say everybody has to have a chip? And I see that coming right after. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, that, that's where they're going about it. There's, there's no question whatsoever. That is their ultimate objective. They fully intend to do this. And, um, you know, the cashless society, that's how they're going to bring it about, because obviously most of us are not going to be signing up for that. But uh, they're going to tell you you're not going to be able to do your shopping. You're not going to be able to get on airplanes. You're not going to be able to use public transportation. Uh, they're going to do their very best to force us into this situation. So uh, we've got to be very careful. We certainly do. The last thing in the world that you want is a chip. And yet, there. listen to what you mentioned, Harari. He did a video that everybody should really go and look at on YouTube. And what does he say? He said that human beings are nothing more than animals. Hackable and animals. Hack, right. With hackable, no souls. No soul, exactly. And that as a result of that, uh, that we are useless and in, for our time on earth, we should be given drugs and video games to keep us happy and quiet. This is yep. what the Great Reset, these people 
there's no nice word to say about them. They're evil. And there isn't any way, shape or form that you can come up with anything other than they're totally evil. And they're following a plan, I believe, that Hitler created in the 30s. And nothing has changed. Well, Hitler didn't create it. It was already there. He locked onto it. But nothing has changed. The whole idea is exactly the same. Total control of human beings. Get rid of as many as possible so that we can control them totally. And now we don't need them because we could have robots and drones and things like that. Yep. So, Alex, what can we do? We're at the end, and you, I know that you have to go to another interview. So in your words of wisdom, what can we, the people, do? Well, we, we've talked about some of it, right? Boycott these evil maniacs that are pushing this stuff in every possible way that you can. Stop using their systems. Stop using their companies. Stop using their uh, tools and uh, stop using their schools to send your children. Right, those things are all huge. Uh, also, I think you know people need to be in prayer. Uh, this is a spiritual battle we are fighting against evil, and um, you know we we've got to take it very seriously. And once you're educated, uh, sound the alarm. Let other people know what's going on. And um, you know I'm very encouraged with how quickly people are waking up, Karen. So it's uh, it's very good to see. How many people are waking up? We got to keep making that happen. Get uh, meetings with your state representatives, with your state senators, with your congressmen. Tell them what you want. Get together with people in your community and uh, absolutely get involved. So we have no choice. We must get involved. America is a participation country. America is a country that you, the people, we, the people must participate in our government. That's the way it was set up. And to allow them to pass thousand page bills that nobody has read and nobody knows what the ramifications are going to be is insane. We have to stop that doing the same things over and over. Alex, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Once again, tell everybody where they can find you. And please, folks, sign up, get Alex's newsletters, get his emails, and pay attention to what's going on. But most important, do something. Everyone can do something, and something should be done locally. Pay attention to what's going on in your local community and work with and fund the local store owners that support your community. And let the big box stores go the way of big box. The end, goodbye, we'll cut you up and put you in the garbage. The only way we can do that is to stop funding them. Alex, thank you so much. I appreciate everything that you're doing, and we I certainly appreciate the time that you spent. Thank you so much, Karen. Really appreciate it. Keep up the great work, and hopefully we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Alex is a great man. He has done an incredible job bringing things together, connecting the dots so that you can see how one policy leads to another, which leads to another. I believe right now America is at one at the last crossroad, and it's up to we the people. Things are not going to be done by an election anymore. As we can see, elections are stolen, and then we have a group of jurists who are afraid to make a stand. So this is a failure on our part to address the real problem, which is communism. And just look at all of their communist program, name one of them that has actually worked. We don't have a program that has worked in 
anything that this administration has done because they're busy checking boxes to see who is the greatest LGBTQ that they can get in our in their cabinet. I took a photo of the Kennedy administration and then I compared it to the Biden administration. I took a look at these two photos and the Biden administration looks like a bunch of clowns, even in a photo. This is representing we the people, and that's what we have to stop. So will we allow these communist failures to continue, or will we recognize that these failures are ridiculous? They are intent upon killing us with their policies that do not work. Passing a bill that no one has read, which I said before, how can you expect people to agree to something if they have never read it, why would they throw that on the people if they have never read it? Because that bill was filled with so much pork, it was disgusting. But their policies are killing us. They do not work. Nobody reads them. Why on earth are we following them? And where is the, quote, Republican leadership saying that we're not doing that anymore, that our bills have to be single-purpose bills, that they shouldn't be more than 20 pages, that we should be able to read them before we pass them. That's the way this government should work, not what we have going on right now. We have seen enough evidence that we, the people, are not going to listen to the lies anymore. We know what's going on. We know that you're lying to us. Why should we follow your lies? We know we can read. We're not illiterate. We are, that's still the generation of not being illiterate, not like the youth. And yet to think that we, this literate, intelligent generation is allowing people to mutilate children for money. Think about what we're doing, folks. Think about where this is. Think about this and then get your kids out of school. You want to make an impression? Get them out of school. Why am I saying that? Because your child represents a dollar figure. Every piece of attendance that your child does is money to the public school. So they don't care what garbage they're giving your child. They don't care. What they must do is make sure that you are apathetic and you are told that you have no right in the education of your child. Well, we have to write that wrong. That one is not going to work. They have the money right now, and they have the money because we are giving it to them. This is a time when we have to stop giving them the money. And we stop giving them the money by stopping buying Remember, that's what this economy is based on, the pocketbook of the American people. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. Nobody said this was going to be easy. But if it was easy, we wouldn't be in this situation to begin with. We're here. We've created it. We've made it. And now we have to put 
these globalists with their insane policies and their ability to mutilate our children, we have to get rid of them. We must get rid of them. And the only way we're going to do that is by stop funding them. You want to show your purse. You want to show your wallet. You want to vote with your wallet. That is what is important. Vote with your wallet. Now is the time to vote with your wallet. I cannot impress that upon you enough. Boycotts work. And we have seen that. And we have to continue that. And here's another thing. Alex mentioned the climate. Our kids are being taught that we have to take all of the CO2 out of the air because otherwise the earth is going to get too warm. <laughs> well, ask them. Tell them. Maybe you took too much CO2 out of the air because now you made it so cold. Folks, they are not going to be able to answer that. They're not going to be able to say, we took the CO2 out of the air and that has created the cold. I don't think that they'll be able to think that, which is the idea. You have to get them thinking. If we have taken, if we have taken so much CO2 out of the air and it has created this horrific cold, then aren't we stupid for doing that? Well, you see, folks, it's not true because as the water evaporates and gets heated, CO2 escapes. So CO2 is a result of the things getting warm, not a cause. And they don't know that. And therefore, they will continue to take CO2 out of the atmosphere, charge us for CO2, carbon credits, when in reality, all of that CO2 is necessary for plant life so that we can eat. We are going to be facing two crises this year, and we have to be vigilant about them. And one is the gas and oil, and the other is going to be food. So please stock up now while food is available and make sure that you have all that you need for your family. Start filling up your closets with canned goods before there aren't anything that you can buy. Start filling up your closets with things that have a long shelf life. And if you can, buy from one of the Patriot Supply companies. Make sure you have food on hand and use that food to supplement because the prices are going to be astronomical, aside from the fact of the shortages that we have. So right now, while food is still affordable, and it is still affordable, is the time to buy. Designate a closet in your house, clean it out, and fill it up with food so that you and your family will have enough to eat. This is going to be tough, folks. They want this to happen. They are looking at these crises. They are trying to create more because when people are afraid, they turn to their government. We have to stop being afraid. We have to stop allowing them to manipulate us. We have to stop buying their crap. And that's what I say all the time. Stop buying their crap. If you need something, buy it from someplace that's made in America. Buy from stores that promote America and Americans. Going and buying more Chinese garbage just gives the Chinese the power over us to take us over. And that's what they are intending to do. So we have to make sure that we are vigilant 
And we have to make sure that we are on the same page as our elected officials. Alex mentioned that as well. Get in touch with your elected official. Become a part of their life. Send them articles. Tell them you're going to send them articles. Call them and give them information and tell them, ask them, what are they going to do? What are they going to, what are they going to do as your community gets filled with illegals? Who's going to pay for that? Who's going to take care of that? Where are these people going to live? How are they going to support themselves? Well, if we wait, what will happen is O'Biden will give them a certain amount of money. And then when that money runs out, they'll put them on Social Security and give them welfare. And the people know it. We have to stop that from happening. And the only way to stop that is control your own wallet. I can't say that enough. I'm going to say it over and over again, but it is my hope that you will share this information, that you will share what we are doing, and that starting in February, people stop spending. Let us all as a nation show what we feel to these big corporations that are trying to destroy our country, our families, our lives. We have to stop them. And the only way to stop them is money. So buy what you need now. And then for the next six months, keep your money in your pocket. Buy food, buy gas, buy necessities if you have to, but buy American. That's what we need to continue to do. Please go to my Substack, which is karenshone.substack.com, and I will be putting out information that you can pull down and send out to your friends, send out to everyone you know, and let's all participate. We'll make a one-pager ad why we should do this, why it's important, and let's get together as Americans. It doesn't matter what group you're in. It doesn't matter what you're part of. You are part of America. The Alliance will be doing many bills this year. We will be working on mostly to improve the language in the bills that we have. But the two major questions that I have for my elected official is... What are we going to do with the illegals and who is going to pay for them? That is of utmost importance. And the other is get your pension funds, get your 401k, get everything you can into places that do not support wokeism. Wokeism is communism. And if you take out the word woke and put in communist every time you see the word woke, believe me, it'll fit. So, folks, let's make 23 the year of action. Let's make sure, let's make sure that we all have the ability to act. We all can act. And this is a time for us to do that. So if you are part of an organization, you'll bring the one pager to the organization and ask everyone in that organization, no matter what your message is, please keep your money in your pocket and let's show them who's boss. This is Karen Schoen, and you have been listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. 
Have a wonderful week, folks. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you again next week. But I'll